I'm Erin. I'm Victoria. I'm Rebecca. And this is Out, Out of Tune. <laughs> wow. Episode 12, you guys. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> the number keeps getting bigger and I'm always still like, wow, oh my gosh, double Me digits. Too. Me too. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. I'm glad that we're we're at number 12. Who, who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. Well... Tuning today was brought to you by the Conroy Recorded Music Library. Um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I almost, I hesitate to think it's fake. I'm not, Conroy Music Re- or Conroy Recorded Music Library, I don't know if it's fake. I don't know if it's like a real thing, if it's like clips that they have. Like, I don't know. Listeners, let us know if you think it's fake. I want to think it's real, but <laughs> if it is fake, it's very convincing. Wow. But I found it on my one of my searches for for YouTube. So oh, we should do a poll on Instagram. Oh Let us gosh, know. Yes, let's do an Instagram poll. Love that. Okay. Well, anyway, so for today's episode, that we um we thought we would talk about the accessibility of new music, or the accessibility of finding out new music, or finding it in general. Yeah, that's wow. our topic for today. Let me just say how I am impressed how we come up with these topics. It's really interesting, guys. I feel like it's like what if we see something like on the internet or it's like an issue that we have, it's like this must be an issue for everyone else. Yeah. yeah like, right. where do you find new music? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you go? You can't go to Google, really. So, yeah. 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 Um, well, how this kind of got brought up, um, obviously we know that there was kind of some social upheaval in the U.S. in, you know, this past summer, just with issues with racism and all of that terrible stuff. Um, I don't think we have to go too much into it. I think most people know what happened. Totally. Um, yeah, but in the music community, specifically on the American Viola Society Facebook page, um, a lot of people were interested in finding, like, programming music by, you know, people of color, all people of color, female composers, just getting away from that white male narrative that we have and trying to... because. Like Tansy Davies said in one of our last episodes, the best thing you can do for a composer is to play their music. And Absolutely. everybody was interested in it. Um, so the American Viola Society kind of took charge and made a database where you can find works by all of these kinds of composers all in one place. Um, and it just got published recently. I remember seeing the post from my teacher. But pretty much... You can submit works with as many, you know, sources that you can and as much information you can. And you can select works to program or research and just share all of this stuff with teachers, colleagues, the public. Um, Wow. Wow. That is really nice. Yeah. And the way you use it, it's pretty like self-explanatory, but you can pick a gender so if you want somebody who's non-binary or like specifically female composers you can pick out that gender or male yeah (laughs) and then you can can also pick race which is a little bit but like if say you don't want to program any white composers you can uncheck filter it kind of yeah pretty much filter it 
Um, like wow. if you really want female That's... black composers or something like that. You That's can also specific. Yeah, you can pick nationality, ethnicity, country of origin, country of residence. <laughs> then you can also <laughs> pick LGBTQ. So if they're non-binary again or queer, anything. Um, and then you can also pick out like how long it's going to be, instrumentation, if it's a solo, how many violas are in it. And of course, it's just for viola, <laughs> which narrows down the options quite a bit. Yeah. But it's the American Viola Society, so of course it's going to be viola. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah. They don't want violinists, like, taking over. So No. <laughs> <laughs> to mass up the databases. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, when you brought, when you shared, like, sent us the link for the database... And I was like, wow, this is incredible. And then it, like, also, like, made me think, like, are there violin societies? Like, I know. That was, like, yeah. the next question. Okay, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Let's check the violinists. Because, <laughs> like, I know that there's the American Viola Society, obviously, and then there's the Viola Congress? Or is that the same thing? Uh, I think I it's, know. I think they're two separate. I only know because my sister plays viola, and I've, like, heard her say these things or these groups before. Yeah. But, like, I just feel like. I don't know. So I did a Google search just to be like violin society. And the only one that I found was the violin society of America, but it's nothing like, um, like the American viola society that I know of. Like I was like clicking around on their website, trying to find like, Oh, maybe they have like a, a, like a list of music or something. And then they have like this library at Oberlin college. But, um, nothing like online that you could access um so i just feel i don't know violinists just don't we're not friendly apparently and we don't want to i mean there's too much competition we don't want to have all violinists in one room (laughs) (laughs) that is actually so true right It's like, like the story violas, of my life. <laughs> like violas, like wanna like they wanna like join forces and like be like, yes, viola, we're so cool. Viola power, yeah. yay! Viol- yeah, and I feel like violinists are just like, no, nah, no thanks. I'm fine by myself. Thanks. <laughs> I'm an individual. Like, <laughs> but if you, I th- now that I think, if you're bad, there's probably more like websites that of profiles of violinists than mm. like societies, right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Or like Facebook profiles. I yeah. I can talk about my the, the, my friends and like and it's of course it's a nice way to promote yourself but this is there's not like a society it's like me yeah it's just me myself me. and I yes I was about to say that me myself <laughs> and I violinists definitely have that I mean I hope I don't have that mentality but I know a lot of violinists who do you don't so. have that mentality no. okay no, yeah I'm, I have I have the mindset of a violist so yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say actually a cellist. Because oh cellists, I don't know, there's something more about cellists, you guys. I oh love cellists. God. I love cellists. I love cellists so much. They're so nice. They are great. Um, so, and then along uh, that tangent, but uh, when I was doing my Google search, and something I also knew or like I heard about before, but I found it on my Google search, was a database uh, by uh, Kia Hui Tan. I am sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, um, but it's a database of unaccompanied solo violin works that are current. Like they have, she has st- stuff on here from 2020 that were that stuff has like been composed, 
And you can't filter it um, like you can on the American Viola Society database, but it does, like, like it'll say the composer's name, and of course there are some white males mm. on here, but that's okay. Um, but they're, like, it'll say the nationality and identity. So it'll say, like, LGBTQIA+, yeah. or, like, a, you know, Australian female, Black American female, yeah, so... That is just, really nice. It's really nice. And there's also, like, like the year it was composed, how long the piece is, and mm-hmm. then, like, difficulty, like, Ooh. slash remarks, Ooh. like, the level of, like, difficulty. Nice. And then oh. has, uh, and then also has links um, to where you can purchase the score mm-hmm. of the music and also links for recordings. That is really nice. It's really yeah. nice. It's soloviolinworks.com. Nice. That sounds pretty similar to, like, the AVS. Yeah, and it's organized by, like, alphabet by composers, by their their last name. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. is this one. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and so then I was, like, yeah, and I, so I was, like, searching to see if one of the pieces I've played is on here, and my contemporary piece that was composed this year is already on here. Wow. Yeah. That is very current. But now... This makes me think, and also about the American Viola Society, um, where do they get their information? Like, it's, so you said that the American Viola Society is, like, user-submitted? Um, or that people submit stuff? Or I think, okay, so they can, you can, like, it's, let's say I wrote a piece, I could submit that work, or, I mean, it's... You know, you can click to submit a work, correct mistakes, report broken links, or fill in missing information. Mm. Um, or if you're the composer and you wish to have your music off of the list. Um, mm. But it seems like, you know, you can type in and then somebody will check it and correct it. Like somebody at AVS. I'm sure there's someone in charge of like. Yeah. Have to, they have to have very... fact checkers recently, obviously. That yeah. That's very organized, right? Yeah. Oh. And I think this this way of uh, like you promote your one work makes it uh, a lot more current because it would be very hard for like one organization to keep up with everything that is going on. So, mm-hmm. so if you go to the website and say, well, here's my piece, my work, it's, it is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just kind of wondering like, because it doesn't say on the database that I found how they find the music or the repertoire mm. and i just want to know like for future like what if i want to start a database <laughs> yeah. or or how what what is the outreach like how how and then it also like for me like makes me think of like marketing for current composers right now mm-hmm. like how do they obviously the internet is a huge thing but how mm. do they get their their stuff out oh yeah. yeah it's just so interesting isn't it yeah i feel that it's well i didn't know about it but probably a lot of people knew about it but i also feel that a lot of people don't know well it is very confusing what i said right now i'm so sorry no, what i meant not. is <laughs> i meant like probably there's a lot of people that know but probably there's a lot of people that don't know about this da- databases and i just wish more people could know because then we are sure that that information is like everything we have i'm sure that there's a lot of great composers that are not on on that list oh i'm sure it's not very well known 
Mm-hmm. So you guys check all the databases. If yeah, you're looking for and new sh- music. Yeah, and share them with us too. I yes, mean, mm-hmm. you I can f- go to our Instagram and just chat with us. We're here. Yeah, yeah. and I just I uh, I just uh, just finding these things. I'm like, why? Why isn't this normal? And mm, I I feel right. like we we say this every week. Why isn't this a normal thing? Why is or it? Why isn't there me? like? Yeah, like, why isn't there just, like, a regular database? Like, you y- you can go on, like, Wikipedia, right? Yeah. And you can, like, look up, like, all, ch- like, a bunch of, cha- like, they have, like, lists of chamber music or lists of string mm-hmm. quartets or lists of solo violin works. But it's not on, like, it's not current. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, I think maybe, I mean, don't quote me on this, I didn't look, but, like, I feel like it would just be like twentieth twentieth century composers on there, maybe yeah. up until like nineteen fifty seventy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think maybe it's because not as much people are interested um this repertoire right now? Yeah, I mean, and I I think also maybe it's reputation too, like uh, pieces that like are have a reputation that can then be written about or like have some type of standing within society of like oh this can have a wikipedia page because this composer is somehow well known and they have a wikipedia page and so and also wikipedia is also like user done like it's not like some author like writing every single wikipedia page yeah you know (laughs) my gosh that'd be crazy um but yeah and i mean that's actually what first popped into my mind too when we like when we were talk like gonna talk about accessibility of of new music mm-hmm. and I was like oh like Wikipedia but that's not that's not current and no. then to try and find like I had to do a couple of different wordings mm-hmm. in my Google searches to find the the website that I found which is mm-hmm. a great resource and it's like the first time I'm hearing about it <laughs> yeah even um, just like to add. A lot of us, like, are in school and we have to do certain, you know, there's some rep that we have to do to pass our classes pretty much and just be a music student. But, like, it's kind of nice if you just want to add, like, your contemporary piece and have it be specifically by a person of color. Yeah. And some of these pieces are, like, a minute long. There's one that I kind of want to show you guys. (laughs) But some of these pieces are, like, really short and not the heart i mean you know they vary yeah totally yeah but it's something you can add to your student recital and it's just Mm -hmm. like or just like have on your repertoire list like yeah of things that you've played and i feel like because i recently have been i had to update my repertoire list for Mm -hmm. auditions and applications and stuff and like i didn't have anything from the 21st century at all and i finally added my one piece that i'm doing right now which is written this year and i was like that's so weird but it was like so i was like hi i can put this down that i'm doing mm-hmm. something like that was written this year and i was really excited about it and it just makes me like finding this database and just makes me excited to to learn new pieces and to and to listen to them because it has links for recordings so that's also super exciting to me as well yeah. yeah. Oh, we just have to find a cello one or any other instrument ones, I guess, too. There's probably a cello. Well, cellos, there might be a cello one. There has to be a cello. There one. must be a cello society. That's so, right. There has to be a like an American cello society or something. Yes. Yeah, cellos are a little clicky. Cellos, they so are clicky, but like they're like 
friendly chill. clicky. You're you know? the, they're yeah. like so chill. They're the chill ones compared. I mean, yeah, totally. Yellows are just nerds. That's why <laughs> and we then have. and then like violinists are uptight. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> this is oh accurate. Stereotypes of, of <laughs> strings. Oh my goodness. Oh. Um, wait, did you want to play a clip, Aaron? Yeah, I well, saying? I yeah, kind of like. I was scrolling through and I just figured we could like peruse a couple of them just for you know fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. cute. I I, like I also think it's interesting because you were talking about the marketing um, of these composers. I am. I've never so, done this before. I'm so interested in the marketing part. How do you do it? Like who 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 calls who who emails who? How do you advertise? Ooh. I'm just so curious. That is that that is such an interesting topic. I yeah. Can you? I wish we could have uh, more of that on our school. I mean, I am in grad school. I probably heard about a databases before, but that that's that is definitely not common. Okay, so this is one of the people I found who just I I'm interested. They're Uh non-binary. Their name Amazing. is Yaz Lancaster. I oh, they have like a really. We were talking about marketing. Website. This is so cute, right? How it's yeah. all like lowercase. Wait, what's, and just, what's like, the smiley relatable. face at the bottom? What's the smiley face at the bottom? <laughs> and it has it's a smiley face with a nose too, not just a smiley face. I love I emoticons. I can't click on it. Oh, sad. Wow. Yeah, I can't click on. Yeah, the smiley face. I don't think has. It. Oh, <gasps> contact merch. merch. Contact information too. You guys, oh, wow. everyone, everyone, check out yaz-lancaster.com. Wow, I love this that. This must be like her. Their composition. This must be her pieces. Yeah. And if you want to, um, if you want the spelling, check out our Instagram. It's gonna be there. Yeah. Aren't they? I look at the little They're stars on beautiful. the bottom here. Oh my goodness! I love non-binary. Their, I, love, I, I love their picture. And then goes to a full bio when you pick, click on the stars. <laughs> oh, I love. I'm just so. I'm loving our generation right now. With yeah, I think um, they're pretty young too. Yeah, I, I I feel like they definitely are. Yeah, um, I I think mm-hmm. they're from '96, so they're like. Oh our, God, that's our, our age. age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just love, I don't know, I'm just really inspired by our generation recently with looking at, I don't know, like on Twitter, I go on Twitter a lot, and I follow a couple of um, current composers that are probably around our age, um, which I guess also kind of goes into like my question of marketing, like social media definitely is a huge, a huge factor, but I just mm-hmm. love that they're, everyone is expressing themselves the way that they want and who they are you know yeah. what i mean yes um, and this just makes me happy yes. Love. especially yeah. i don't know it's just so brave to be a musician and a composer and you have your whole website where you tell everybody all about who you are and share your most personal works and it's just yeah. so like genuine and i think for anyone in our generation or gen z like this is totally i was so instantly like attracted to it because it's so like yeah like a friend (laughs) um 
But I guess, okay, a little bit about Yaz. And then I also pulled up one of her little pieces. It's so cute. Oh my gosh. Warm, crunchy, and beautifully heart-wrenching characterizes the work of interdisciplinary artist Yaz Lancaster. They, then, theirs. They are most interested in practices aligned with relational aesthetics and the everyday fragments and collage and anti-oppression. And they perform as a violinist, vocalist, and steel pianist. <laughs> like steel steel pan? Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Yeah. I almost read that as pianist. I was like, steel pianist. Me too. Me steel too. pianist. Oh my gosh. But they work so with, amazing. with a lot of cool people. Let me see. And, you know, they hold um, degrees from NYU, which is really cool. And we'll be going to the University of Toronto for an artistic or artist certificate. Yeah. I've been to the University of Toronto. So pretty there. Jealous. (laughs) So yeah, and then I found the work that was on the AVS database was Mimosa, which is a miniature. It's like 45 seconds long, but it's just really unique. So I think we can play it. Um, It looks like it was part of a Black Composer miniature challenge by the Castle of Our Skins concert series, and it was published in June of this year. So that was right after all of the events Mm. um yeah that happened in the summer but i'll I'll play a little bit okay obsessed isn't that neat that's so neat i okay one how do you sing and play at the same time i don't know on like the correct pitch (laughs) i can say for personal experience that is really really hard my friends still make fun of me about a quartet (laughs) that i tried to sing it had actually a second violin singing line but i i could i just couldn't do it it's really hard you guys yeah i i saw when our mouth dropped in victoria i was like <laughs> oh, wow that is so we good both... yeah oh my wow. gosh oh my god i'm obsessed i'm gonna be looking for more of their compositions yeah well, i know who it is 10 <laughs> i also now that i'm now that I'm reading, too, um, just about this little challenge, it looks like it was started before, I think, it, what happened this summer and what started the kind of resurgence of, you know, taking action against racism and everything, which is cool mm-hmm. because that means people were thinking about it before the summer, you know? Yeah. yeah. Rather than, like, it was proactive rather than reactionary. Mm-hmm. I, I, that is something that I find very, very interesting because especially since since this year, it is such a topic that we say, oh, 
after this event we must yeah, we do after this yeah. but it's it's not it's it's not something new you guys right yeah it's something it's something that i always have to remind myself that is it's not something new and it's been there for since always so mm -hmm. it's we shouldn't we it's we are always surprised when we see some something like that but we shouldn't be surprised it should be normal to see like this uh projects and this series yeah. right yeah in addition also like um the i mean i think we've talked about it a couple episodes ago maybe a few episodes ago about how um the cre how much creativity is going to happen during the pandemic like this mm -hmm. entire year mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and it's so inspiring i wish i could it compose <laughs> i wish i could notate thoughts of i don't know anything but i just i don't know i don't have the brain for it yeah and i well. would rather play people's new compositions right I, it's so exciting god Thank knows you. why i don't have the brain to write <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I, i'm happy not writing because god knows it wouldn't be good <laughs> amazing okay i also wanted to i one of my professors from undergrad chayu chayu mm -hmm. i'm trying to I, she has a last name but i've always just called her chayu chayu sue i think her last name is sue it's hsu but mm -hmm. she pretty much just goes by chayu but her work is on here and my professor played it a while ago it's called 12 signs so it's like 12 short little one minute movements of all the signs from the chinese calendar oh cool wow. but i just wanted to play a little one because it's neat yeah. it's just a little preview from the naxus website so cool here i'll play i'll play number five dragon supposed to be like to represent the yeah. undulating like you know how you see like dragon like, like, yeah the chinese new year like down like, and up stuff. and down yeah that is yeah. so cool can you play for us a little bit of the number two yes, yes. <laughs> oh you're going to of course i can oh okay because we are on the year of the ox we are we are oh i didn't know that okay i'll play it like wow. an ox right <laughs> wait were we all born in 96 yeah yeah okay play play the rat because we're the okay. year of the rat Ooh. i think they're all kind of like cute because they sound like the animal yeah
gosh, that's so exciting. I loved it. It's like a new, like, Carnival of the Animals, but better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not that the original Carnival of the Animals is bad, but it's just a little bit more exciting. This one's more interesting. Yeah. I I had an idea. Some, if this exists, someone let me know. I can someone do compositions based off of the zodiac signs because mm. that would literally be so amazing. Um, and you have a Gemini, a uh, Libra here, and a Sagittarius, right? Or yes. Yeah. So someone. Very interesting. Um, we're commissioning you to do this. <laughs> I've got five dollars. I can. I, I can. I got a whole five dollars to give you. I I have all my heart and all my love to <laughs> to give you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. Well, amazing. Yeah, Chayu's an awesome uh, composer, pianist, human being, professor. So I, I just knew her piece was on there because my professor played it. So she definitely would have put it on there amazing if not try you herself but yeah oh, cool. so i wanted to play that i might try to make that a project i can do myself <laughs> just because yeah. Um, yeah and then one last one that i was looking at i didn't spend as much time on this one it's mm-hmm. uh, we i don't think we've ever talked about a male composer on this podcast i don't think so either which is funny we talked about the, i mean yeah, we've talked about like violence. the old guys Oh, Black Violin! Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, yeah, Black Violin. True, true. Okay, so this is the second time. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Yeah. (laughs) But this is Eduardo... Oops, oops, sorry. Opening up tabs. This is Eduardo Caballero. I just opened this and I was like, oh, whoa. It's just on YouTube, so I'll just play a tiny bit. He's a Latinx composer. Awesome. sounds like it sounds like someone's playing music like in the subway like in new york or something yeah like the echoing and or also like the subway trains like i don't know yeah that makes sense yeah it's for viola and uh live electronics that was just the viola part but this guy's like so well-rounded he's a conductor too very like professional website I did, I'll be honest, I didn't do as much research because I found Yaz and I was like, oh. <laughs> but, but still, wow. Yeah, he's from Mexico. Cool. There's just, there's so much out there and he's still not know. the typical white male composer. Absolutely. So it's just I'm nice so, to look at that. I'm so happy we're getting to know them. And we have the opportunity to share with you guys, listeners. Yeah, and this was just from, like, me scrolling and, like, 
kind of picking stuff that just sounded interesting from this database, but there was so much more, so much mm-hmm. that I scrolled past because I was, you know, searching for my Chayu from undergrad. <laughs> but there was so much that, just so much to explore that we don't get to see in our regular music school. So I think it's worth taking the effort to like, at least look number one and then see if you can find something that you can program on your own recital mm. like even yeah as his piece it's so short like i could put that on a recital or like one movement of chayu's piece it's you know you can pick one or do the whole thing make it a big project but again like tansy said the best thing you can do is to play their music so this is a good place to start yeah really interesting i I love my life definitely is gonna change after that i mean (laughs) how not to play music Uh, i mean 20 20 21st century music after knowing all of this right right go play 21st century music guys (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm definitely it's gonna be a, a goal of mine a New Year's resolution, if you will, for, for next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So. I like that idea. Yeah. Well, I guess we can move on to our second half of the episode, which I'm very excited about. Oh, me too. <laughs> Talking about our Spotify wrapped. Yes. <laughs> now, let me say, I don't know. My Spotify wrapped this year, I'm not too sure how accurate it was Mm -hmm. or if I was just super depressed this year, which would make a lot of sense. (laughs) Where is it? Hang on. How do you find it? Oh, there it is. So how should we do this? Should we say like our top artists first? Yeah. Yeah. Or just say... Here. Oh, we all got to turn the volume down. Yeah, ours are all... (laughs) Oh my gosh. I can say that for mine, it's not very accurate because I wasn't using Spotify for too long. But I do remember some mm. phases that I had this year. This yeah. year just feels like 10 years, guys. You, yes. I look back to January, it doesn't look it like It feels like a different months. life. Like it. Like it I was like a different age, which I like I technically was, but like not you know what I mean? Like it just feels yes. like it happened years ago. It if it does. It doesn't feel no. like eleven months feels like so long. And that's why I feel that I have it's really hard to find like a top artist for me. Well um thinking that my my rap it's not like accurate. It's hard to think of a top artist be- just because I had so many different phases. Like the, I did too. the beginning I, of the year, yeah. I I was much into like Brazilian music. Like yeah, um, Anita. I was listening a lot to Anita and a lot to funk, Brazilian funk and a lot to Brazilian pop music. And then there was I re- remember there was a part on the during the quarantine that I was obsessed with uh beyonce oh my god what is the name of her last concert oh i forgot <laughs> there was yeah there's this album that he, she it's like from a live concert and i was obsessed oh her coachella coachella is it the homecoming beyonce? the homecoming yes yeah. and i i was listening to that for like weeks and only that <laughs> you love beyonce you really do i i, I do 
and i'm the person that when i get addicted to something i'm gonna listen oh yeah i'm the same way i'm not gonna listen to songs like anything else I like will listen to a song on repeat or a certain album on repeat. And, yeah, like, it's literally what I listen to. Or just like that, for days. that genre, and I'm just gonna like go back to like go to another composer, another group, and then go back to the main one. Yeah, <laughs> just try a little bit. No, that's not what I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Well, for okay, so I guess okay, definitely the same as Hebeka. My I like I don't know. I feel like this is not as accurate. But also, I found out that they only collect data until October thirty yeah. first. Well, that explains a lot. Because it explains my, a lot for me too. My playlist: there was no BTS, and that <laughs> that was how is that I possible? I was offended. <laughs> I was offended, you guys. Oh, BTS was what I was listening only for like the past months, I guess, since Dynamite came out on the on the end of summer. Mm. I was just listening to BTS or K-pop anyways oh my gosh well <laughs> my top five artists i am proud to say that none of them are classical <laughs> Ooh. um okay now number one is black bear if you don't know All who right. black bear is Ooh. i totally suggest looking at black bear number two is harry styles now here's the thing you guys oh harry Styles should be number one uh <laughs> okay i listened to black bear so much in 2019 but mm. i really like pretty much solely listened i mean not solely listened to but like i really listened to harry styles in 2020 he helped me through a lot Mm -hmm. um number five or no number five number three is fleet foxes nice uh, great band i can see that number four is ariana grande all right and number five is a group called rents um which they have my number one song of the year, and it's like my depressed song from this year. Oh. It's called Baby Blue. If you're feeling that you just need to like sit in in darkness on your bed and just think, or go for a nice drive and like look at some scenery, I really suggest listening to Baby Blue. It's a good song. Okay. Um. But yeah. So those are my top artists and my top song. Not Harry Styles. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, my top artists. I, I this is just this year was interesting with the rap, but yeah, I think so too. My top artist was Hippocamp, a band called Hippocampus. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, they're a band from Minneapolis, and I love their vibe <laughs> so much. So I'm not shocked at all. They've been my top artist literally since like 2017, I think. Oh my gosh, dedicated! Wow. <laughs> Mine changes every year. Mine oh, too. Hippo Campus is just always number one for me. Wow. Um, number two is Mr. Harry Styles, which. <laughs> oh my gosh, we right. both Mr. Two had Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. At Mr. Two. <laughs> I think he'd be happy to be there. He's. That seems yeah. like a solid spot for Harry. I yeah totally. I totally had a dream. I don't know if it was you in it. You know when sometimes there are people and you know that they're your friend with you in a dream, but you don't know which friend it is? Mm. Or it could have been literally both of you, but I know I was in a car with a number of people who I was very close with and Harry Styles was driving us somewhere. Oh my god. That was a, that was like a, like a premonition of what's going to happen in the future, Aaron. Totally. I yeah. claimed it. <laughs> I, I'm going to manifest that happening. But it definitely made me think of you too. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I would love to be in that car. <laughs> yeah, me too. 
Number three was Roland Font, which is my depression music, so I'm not Yay, depression! <laughs> indeed, indeed, guy. Um, <laughs> number four is Rainbow Kitten Surprise, which you would think is... What? <laughs> they're actually a very, like, uh... Uh, indie folk. Indie folk is my genre. Oh, but, like, I like indie folk. They're very indie folk. The name sounds like they'd be very poppy, but they're definitely not. The guy sounds like Bony Bear. Um, oh, I love Bonnie Bear. Yeah, so that's the vibe. And then number five is The Lighthouse and the Whaler, which kind of shocked me because they're a band I listened to a lot in high school. So, like, their music's on my Spotify, but I don't, like, listen to it all the time anymore. It's just mm-hmm. there because I'm like, oh, it's a band I love. Hmm. So I'm, like, well, surprised by that one. What was your top song? It's a song called Trumpet Boy, which let me find out the artist because it's not on there. Hmm. Trumpet, like Trumpet Boy. By Laundry Day. Laundry Ooh. day. Where, wait, where do you guys? I'm gonna have talk? to listen to these artists, Aaron. Some of them, I'm like, who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> My indie folk. Uh, <laughs> that's all I listen to. Here, I can play a snippet of one of them. I'll play a snippet of the first. Oh wait, no, I have to. I have to screen share. Yeah, it's funny because, like, I don't know, but I feel like I listen to it a lot of, of course, I listen to Spotify all year round a lot, all the time, but, like, so much in quarantine that a lot of this is, like, music from quarantine, so I think about quarantine when I listen to it, (laughs) but I also love the music, so it's a little bit like, wow, that's a strange feeling. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how we relate, like, when we are on that moment, like, when we are on quarantine, we were listening to that song, and now when we look back, we relate that song to that moment, right? Yeah. That's funny. Right. I think well, we talked about it last week, which is why I was like, oh. Anyway. <laughs> I would also just like to point out that our podcast was number two of my top podcasts this year. Aww. And- mine too. That can that can just kind of show you that I kind of never really listen to podcasts on my on Spotify at least. I usually listen. I don't know what I usually listen on. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I guess I'm like a I'm a dedicated listener to Attitude. Even though when because mm-hmm. like we got a Spotify Wrapped for our podcast and it said yeah. that we released six episodes, and I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. And at the time when Spotify Wrapped came out, we were like up to ten episodes. Mm-hmm. So that just shows you that the data is not correct. But yes. um, not correct. It's all right, Spotify. We forget. It's okay. That. Yeah, Spotify sponsor us. Just we're just yeah, kidding. please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, out of tune is is number two on my on my podcast. Beautiful. Yeah. So, well, 
I'm just gonna say real quick because I already said a lot about my wrapped list, but my top artist, now that I see, I kind of agree. Okay. So the first one is Kirk Franklin, which is an amazing composer. He is, mm. um, oh, how, how can I describe it? I don't know. But his, he composes like Christian, Christian music, but it's oh. for a choir. Okay. A black choir. And it's so good. I love the lyrics. They're just right in there talking to you. And also all the arrangement and the voices. It's like, it's really, really, really nice. The second one is John Gilberto, which it's my favorite bossa nova composer ever. He's a Brazilian guy. It's really, really nice. You guys go check John Gilberto. My favorite song is O Pato is like literally the duck and <laughs> tells about a duck that goes to swim. And that's the song. And I love it. Aww. Oh my gosh, it's that's so, so cute. Sweet. <laughs> and my third one is BTS. Of well, course. now you see where something is wrong here. Because <laughs> definitely was my first. Makes no sense. Right? No, yeah. sense. And my yeah. third one is Tomorrow by Together, which is... <laughs> it's funny. Oh, fourth one. I'm sorry. It's funny to think that my first one is Tomorrow by Together because I started listening to them on November 15th. So just, huh? Just, yeah. So just so you know how much I actually listen to them. Anyways. Okay. Well, that was my top artist and my top song, which I, this is actually correct because I, I listened to Sweet Night by V. The, uh, the singer is V from BTS and Sweet Night it's like uh, a track list from uh, K-drama and it's so good that song you guys and it's also depressing which makes a lot of sense makes sense that we all have like mm. our depressing songs it's I like very up number one very yeah. uptight yes. <laughs> I so. feel like everyone that I saw like or talked to about their Spotify app um their 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 depressing songs were definitely really up high this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So share with us, you guys. Yeah, we want to know see. what's your top top song and what's your top artist. And and did if our this... podcast like make it into your top five? Oh, I'm I'm yeah, I'm curious. I hope. That'd be exciting <laughs> to see. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, Habeka, it's that time of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guess what? Again. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Portuguese word of the day? Well, I'm going to ask you, Victoria. <laughs> what? What? What should be the Portuguese word? Oh, what word? should it be? Um, I'm thinking something about related art wrapped. Uh, or you could do related to our composer's databases so maybe descobrir it just came to my mind descobrir 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 it's a verb that we use when we get to know something new or when you find out something new is it discover like discover. discover yeah so we use this word uh, in a context, con- con- context like, oh, I just got to know this new composer, or I just got to know this new database. <laughs> you cool. guys. So yeah. I love that. 
Dis- where is where is the uh, em- emphasis? Yeah. Discobrir. Discobrir. Okay. Disco. <laughs> I'm like discobrir. Discobrir. <laughs> Look at this. Yes, that's right. Oh, we get a job, time you guys. Learning the Yay. entire Portuguese language. It's gonna happen. <laughs> and if you have any suggestions or anything that you would like to know, just let us know and we can have them on the next episode totally well our favorite question of the podcast (laughs) how was your tuning this week you guys oh yeah (laughs) yeah same mine was like i say that like it was bad but it was actually pretty good (laughs) (laughs) right now i am tired but i'm gonna give this week I'm gonna go big or go home and i'm gonna give it a 10 out of 10. I'll what share. wait that was that, wow. hang on 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 that was like a 180 you're like oh, it's a 10. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. what can i say i love that for you erin yeah me too there was a, last night was just a really great night um nice i will spill the tea with you guys after the show Ooh. i'm excited i love but, tea and spilling it yeah <laughs> it was just a good week i mean i had to write those these papers and stuff which sucks but also yeah. like it's not like it's hard it's just annoying it's but just tedious it's work that yeah. i can do in the living room while hanging out with my roommates and i feel lucky that i have roommates who i love hanging out with in the living room so for that reason, it is a 10 out of 10. And because at worst, I'm writing about Shostakovich, which is, what can I, mean, I say? That's I mean, that's, all I like to do. Yeah, that's like a pretty great thing to do. So Yeah. So it was a good week in short. <laughs> but, wow. yeah. Well, my week uh, has been okay. It's been fine. Uh, I, like you, Erin, I am writing away. <laughs> trying to write this paper and i want to finish it now i'm gonna finish it today that is my goal or at least by like tonight i just i need to get it out of my head and off of my list of things that actually it's like the last thing i have to do actually for this semester so um i've graded all of all of my things that i need to grade for my for my ta class and yeah uh that's it um but yeah of course there's other things going on so i'm gonna give this week so far a five out of ten all right Uh, all right just very middle of the road like Mm -hmm. could be really really bad could be really really great but it's not it's just kind of i'm going with the flow you know yeah so that is my week my week has been pretty similar to last week it's i feel that (laughs) i was just thinking now now right now it's 4 58 and it's so dark outside already i feel like my for me (laughs) it's still (laughs) i think the sun goes down here like 5 30 ish around there yeah well i feel that my energy or at least my yeah my energy goes down with the sun so now i'm I'm sure yeah it's been quite hard for me to 
try to do all this stuff I have to do. I feel that when I had school, it was like a, something that I was hanging on. But now that we don't have school, having to deal with myself, I think it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been a journey, you guys. Mm -hmm. um, I think I will give this week a 3 out of 10. Oh. Oh. I hope it gets better. Yeah, I hope it does too. Yes, me too. Ugh, it's just that time of the year, I think. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. We're wrapping stuff up. Yeah. All the little annoying things. <laughs> Ugh, it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Well, I guess that's the end of our podcast today. Yeah. As always, thank you everyone for tuning in and thank you. listening us talk about things. Thank you. It's kind of funny to be like, people are listening to this. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I say something and I'm like, oh my God. Sorry. I'm so sorry, <laughs> you guys. I really am. Oh my gosh. No, not at all. But yeah. well, be sure to tune in each Saturday for a new episode. Yeah. And yeah, thanks for listening. And this has been Out, Out of, of Tune on Zoom. On Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.